From Alpha Media San Antonio and KTSA.com, the news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. West Texas braces for the upcoming economic uncertainty as oil prices crash below zero. No facts have yet emerged to back up rumors that Kim Jong-un is ill. I'm ABC's Tom Rivers with that story coming up. A fast food giant says thank you to healthcare workers and first responders. I'm Peter King. And you can still get the Fiesta experience, you just can't leave the car. This is Texas News Radio. For the first time ever, a key benchmark determining crude oil prices fell below zero yesterday. The extraordinary drop was fueled by Americans staying home and not driving. Low oil prices can be disastrous for regions that depend on drilling and fracking. The city of about 140,000 now tops the list of those that would be hardest hit by a recession, according to the public policy group, the Brookings Institution. It's like someone hit the switch and all of a sudden layoffs already start. All of a sudden, the city starts to slow down, and you can literally feel it. Mayor Patrick Payton says once coronavirus hit, it grounded planes and kept drivers off the roads, dealing a devastating blow to demand for oil and bringing Midland to its knees. That's CBS's Janet Shamlian in Midland. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer thinks a deal is in place for a small business relief package. Schumer told CNN that a tentative deal would pump another $350 billion into a popular small business loan fund that has run dry. The bill would also include $75 billion for hospitals and $25 billion to expand coronavirus testing. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez deleted a tweet she posted yesterday cheering the unprecedented crash in oil prices resulting resulting from the coronavirus pandemic. Ocasio-Cortez celebrated it as a positive for the environment and used it to promote her Green New Deal. But her critics pointed out that companies and employees are being burned by it. You absolutely love to see it, the Democrat wrote with a retweet of a message about oil prices falling below zero for the first time. But she got a flood of responses, including one saying, my cousin's husband was laid off from his oil field job in western Texas even before today's downturn. They have three kids. She has cancer for the second time in her life. Prognosis unclear. So no, you don't love to see it. Ocasio-Cortez deleted the tweet but kept up several other messages and retweets, lauding the drop in oil prices. Matt Piper, CBS News, Washington. City of Bernie is reporting that two employees of a nursing home have tested positive for the coronavirus. One of the employees at the Ciblo Creek Health and Rehab Center lives in Bernie. The other lives in Bear County. The two are not showing any symptoms, but they are in self-quarantine and are being monitored by the Department of State Health Services. All patients at the facility are being tested for the virus, and none of them are showing symptoms. During these social distancing times, you've probably seen drive through birthday parties and Anniversary celebrations, but now there's a drive through fiesta. Mi Familia Restaurant at the Rim in the northwest side is having a drive through fiesta every day this week with food booths in the parking lot. We have chicken on a stick, the corn in a cup, we have fajita tacos, gorditas. Megan Pettit says they just wanted to bring the spirit of fiesta to San Antonio in a safe way. You'll just drive from food booth to food booth. Somebody will um, come up, you know, safe distance to your window of your car to take your order. And Mi Familia Restaurant will have contests Friday and Saturday with cars decorated to look like parade floats. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. 
Relief could soon be on the way for struggling businesses out there in need of a government loan. The Senate could approve a deal as early as Tuesday to pump an additional $310 billion to a small business lending program. The fund ran out of cash late last week after handing out nearly $350 billion over a two-week period. The deal is not yet finalized, but if passed, the House could take up the measure as early as Thursday. Jordan Phelps, ABC News, Washington. So how much money did Michael Bloomberg spend on his failed presidential bid? Former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg wrapped his 104-day presidential campaign spending over $1 billion. That's according to his campaign's latest FEC report for the month month of March, Bloomberg dropped out of the presidential race after a poor Super Tuesday showing. Immediately following his exit from the race, Bloomberg endorsed former Vice President Joe Biden. Tim Perry, CBS News. While the rumor mill spins, no real facts yet emerging as to whether Kim Jong-un is ill or not. On the surface, the North Korean leader appears to be handling state affairs as usual. That assessment from the South Korean government after unconfirmed rumors described him as being in fragile condition after heart surgery. Speculation surfaced after Kim, who's in his mid-30s, missed the celebration of his late grandfather and state founder Kim Il-sung on April 15th, the country's most important holiday. Tom Rivers, ABC News at the Foreign Desk. The U.S. Coast Guard has suspended a search of a Texas bayou after receiving a distress call that a boat with seven people had taken on water late yesterday. The Coast Guard said a surge of the water found no sign of a boat or any people in the Cedar Bayou near Baytown. The agency says no missing persons report or reports were filed, so the search was suspended. McDonald's joins the growing list of businesses thanking first responders and healthcare professionals for their help during the pandemic. I'm Peter King. McDonald's says first responders and healthcare workers can come in for thank you meals starting tomorrow through May 5th, no charge. The company says the free offer is good for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Sandwich, fries, drinks, and a thank you note are part of it. Just show up in uniform or with an ID badge. And as an added touch, thank you meals will come in McDonald's. Happy meal boxes, something the company says everyone can smile about. Peter King, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. All news, all for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Trouble in the oil patch. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan in Texas. The story is coming out. More golf courses are opening to the public with a few catches. NASCAR races could be back on track here in Texas. And a local company is helping you keep the Texas spirit while keeping down the spread of the coronavirus. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Oil futures continued their historic slide overnight, and while drivers will see eventual trickle-down in oil prices, the pain will outweigh the gain in places like Texas. In the oil fields of West Texas... It's dead. There's nothing going on. Brent Stanley buys and sells mineral and land rights and has watched his business dwindle as crude prices have fallen off a cliff. But in a state that produces more than 40% of the nation's oil, it isn't just the energy sector that will suffer. If there's no oil and gas jobs, there's no one spending any money. The regulators of the Texas oil and gas industry will meet today to consider cuts in the state's oil output. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. The president is pledging to help. President Trump said in a tweet he's directed the secretaries of Energy and Treasury to come up with a plan to make funds available to the oil industry. Widespread stay-at-home orders have caused the demand for oil to plummet, and oil prices plunged below zero dollars on Monday, meaning producers have had to pay buyers to take the oil off their hands. 
President Trump has said he's also looking to put as many as 75 million barrels of oil into a strategic national reserve. Gordon Phelps, ABC News, Washington. Joe, Chip and Joanna Gaines' Magnolia Network will be blooming late because of the coronavirus crisis. The network's planned October launch is being pushed back because of production delays related to the COVID-19 disease. A new debut date has not uh, immediately been announced. The pandemic has brought most TV and film production to a standstill. Discovery Incorporated's DIY network will be rebranded as the Magnolia Network when the joint venture with the Gaines' company Magnolia launches. To tide viewers over, the DIY network will air a special Sunday previewing some of Magnolia Network series, among them Family Dinner and England-based remodeling series Bespoke Kitchens. Want to help stop the spread of the coronavirus while showing off your Texas pride? Well, a company in Austin has what you need. People in Texas do make you feel at home. Texas Humor is a small family-owned business, and they're making one-size-fits-all Texas-themed face masks. They're made out of 50-50 cotton and polyester and feature slogans such as Texas Tough and Keep Smiling, You're in Texas. The masks sell for $10, and they're proving to be quite popular. In fact, the first run sold out in less than two hours, but the company says more are on the way. If you want to check them out, we've shared a link to the company at our website, ktsa.com. Don Morgan, KTSA News. Another major concert tour has been canceled. John Bon Jovi called off his band's summer shows. When making the announcement, he said it's no longer feasible to hold concerts during the ongoing pandemic. The band was supposed to play in San Antonio on June 23rd, but since Bon Jovi canceled instead of postponed the tour, you can get a refund from the ticket company. He says by calling off the tour, ticket holders can get refunds to help pay their groceries, uh, pay their bills, or buy groceries. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Private golf courses opened last week. Now all eight city golf courses in San Antonio are opening today. There are some restrictions. The Alamo City Golf Trail courses are open for walkers only. So no rental equipment, no golf carts. And golfers must follow social distancing guidelines and keep at least six feet away from each other. No large groups will be allowed. And you should be aware that clubhouses are closed to customers. That includes clubhouse restrooms. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. Members of an economic transition team that will help guide the city of San Antonio in reopening businesses will be announced today. The panel will work with a team of health experts led by Dr. Barbara Taylor at University Health System. Our number one priority is to protect human life. However, we know that health and economic well-being are tightly linked and that severe economic hardship undermines the health of our community as much as any disease. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in San Antonio has reached 1,029, and the death toll remains unchanged at 39. Despite the widening pandemic, some states are reopening parts of the economy. Public beaches can reopen today in South Carolina, and Colorado's governor plans to lift the stay-at-home order there next week. Some governments overseas are doing the same. The Danish authorities are going to reassess this every month because, of course, the World Health Organization is warning countries not to open too early. We've seen uh, illnesses and infections come back in a number of countries. Places like Japan and Singapore have seen a resurgence of COVID-19. So the Danish authorities will be very keen to make sure that doesn't happen. But for the moment, Danish people are breathing in their new freedom.
James Longman, ABC News in Copenhagen. Australia's second largest airline has gone into bankruptcy protection, becoming one of the first major corporate casualties of the coronavirus. Virgin Australia was already gripped by a $5 billion debt prior to the impact of the coronavirus. We are determined to see Virgin Australia back up and running soon. Airline founder Sir Richard Branson. We will work to make this a stronger business. Third-party administrators have now moved in. They form bankruptcy protection to keep the airline flying. We will look through the operating structure of the business, the asset structure, the lease structure. Chief Administrator Vaughan Strawbridge. A new owner, new investors and possible job cuts are on the table. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Brisbane, Australia. NASCAR could soon be returning to Texas as the state slowly begins to reopen. Governor Greg Abbott has given NASCAR the green flag to race without spectators at Texas Motor Speedway. TMS President Eddie Gossage says fans won't be allowed inside the venue, but... At least we can tune in and watch these races live on television, and that's a big win for racing fans. It's a big win for sports fans. It's a big win for the American public to be able to do that. Details are still being worked out, and it's unclear when or what race, but race fans believe it's a slow and steady turn in the right direction. Clayton Neville, Dallas. This is Texas News Radio. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. Some help may be coming for the oil and gas industry after prices went into negative territory. An at-home test for coronavirus has been approved by the FDA. A drug used in executions is wanted by doctors who say it could help treat the coronavirus. And you can have fiesta fun and social distance at the same time. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Experts in the oil industry are hopeful a record drop in prices this week will not be indicative of the near future. Oil prices plummeted to begin the week, falling to negative $37.63. It's an issue of supply and demand. With fewer Americans driving and many flights canceled, the demand for fuel is dropping. And the supply is stacking up, with many crude storage facilities hitting their limit. But Jay Young, CEO of King Operating in Dallas, says prices will slowly rise. Once we start using up oil again, you're going to see uh, oil prices go back up. So today will be a good time to fill your tank. But he says as long as the demand remains low, prices will stay significantly lower than before the pandemic. Clayton Neville, Dallas. President Donald Trump vows to jump in and help the powerful U.S. oil and gas industry as global oil prices have hit rock bottom. The president said he has instructed the Treasury and Energy Departments to, quote, formulate a plan which will make funds available so that these very important companies and jobs will be secured long into the future. Chaos in global oil markets has also roiled Wall Street. The FDA has approved the first at-home testing kit for COVID-19. It's the first diagnostic test with a home collection option for coronavirus. The test kit from LabCorp is a self-collection kit that allows people to conduct a nasal swab at home, then mail it to the company for testing. The FDA approved the test under an emergency use authorization. LabCorp says it plans to make its collection kits available for consumers in most states with a doctor's order in the coming weeks. Mark Remillard, ABC News. Newly released data from one antibody survey shows the coronavirus outbreak in Los Angeles could be much bigger than officials thought. Los Angeles is facing a stark reality. The actual number of people who've been infected with COVID-19 may be up to 55 times higher than the number of confirmed cases. Researchers at USC tested nearly 900 people for antibodies. Their results, estimating as many as 442,000 people in the county have been infected with the virus as of April 9th. But that's less than 6% of the population there. That's ABC's Kaylee Hartung. 
If you're missing Fiesta, you can get a drive-through version at a, at a Northwest Side San Antonio restaurant. Mi Familia Restaurant at the Rim has set up food booths in the parking lot, serving chicken on a stick, gorditas, fajitas, and margaritas. You just place your order and drive through. We wanted to bring the spirit of Fiesta to San Antonio in a safe way. Megan Pettit says you can be in the parades this weekend. We're going to do all the contests for Friday for Battle of Flowers where you dress your car up as a float. And plenty of lights on cars Saturday night to celebrate what would have been the Fiesta Flambeau. Elizabeth Ruiz, KTSA News. This is Texas News Radio. This is Texas News Radio. Today marks a point in the fight against COVID-19. Three months ago today, the U.S. confirmed its first case of COVID-19 in Snohomish County, Washington, where doctors tried to calm any worry. Risk to the general public remains low. From there, numbers would rise rapidly, leading to the first death in the U.S., which was in California. Now there are hundreds of thousands of cases in the U.S. Alex Stone, ABC News. A group of medical professionals is asking death penalty states for medications used both for lethal injections and to help coronavirus patients who are on ventilators. But a doctor who's behind the request and a death penalty expert says secrecy surrounding executions could hinder those efforts because they don't know what drug states have. The letter was sent this month to corrections departments asking states with the death penalty to release drug stockpiles to healthcare facilities. Many medications used to sedate and immobilize people put on ventilators and to treat their pain are the same drugs that states use to put inmates to death. While a new White House, a White House, a new White House press secretary Kaylee McEnany says in a statement that action is necessary to halt immigration to the U.S. And that follows President Trump's tweet last night that he intends to enact a temporary ban. For all intents and purposes, legal immigration to the U.S. has already been halted, with the State Department pausing visa applications and the northern and southern borders being closed to all but essential traffic. The White House hasn't elaborated on the president's plans to sign a new order or proclamation, except to claim in a statement that past immigration has, quote, produced lower wages and higher unemployment for our citizens. That's CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Former Vice President Joe Biden doesn't know if the Democratic National Convention will be an in-person event or a virtual convention. During a local radio interview in Milwaukee, Biden said everything depends on where things stand with the coronavirus outbreak. The presumptive Democratic presidential nominee said decisions will have to be based on science. Some diehard fans of Major League Baseball are demanding refunds after the season was scuttled due to the novel coronavirus. Technically, the games that haven't been played are considered postponements, not cancellations, and so MLB teams can keep the money that fans have paid for tickets. That doesn't sit well with Matthew Eisenman, who says he bought a partial New York Mets season plan, and Susan Terry Baser, whose six tickets to a May 9th Red Sox-Yankees game are now useless. They say they were denied refunds totaling nearly $3,000. They're seeking a class action certification to add more plaintiffs to their lawsuit. Jim Ryan, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. 